back to another episode of Lessons Over 30. Um, so I'm going to talk about an incident that occurred to me when I was in the uh, sixth grade. Um, and it's weird because, because it is one, one little girl. Anything I had requested up until that point seemed impossible. And then she made it possible. And then everyone after that was screwed. Um, for a long time, uh, I dealt with a lot of, uh, bullying. I don't know if you've ever Googled me, if you've ever looked at my picture. I don't know what you think my ethnic background is. However, I am highly mixed. My mother is very yellow skin. My grandmother is not the same color as I. I have curly hair. My mom's hair is slightly wavy, but she was naturally born a blonde. My grandmother's got reddish brown hair, um, but she's, her hair is wavy. My father's got Native American. There's all, there's all kinds of stuff happening. So basically I probably have family from Russia to like South America. Uh, <laughs> I have a very large family. So color has never been, um, an, an issue for me. Cause as far as I know, you're probably a cousin. Um, <laughs> so for a long time I would deal with bullies or I would observe people bullying. And this included from within my own family, just watching people at school. And I would see people who decided, I don't like you because your grandmother looks white. Or I don't like you because your mother is yellow. Um, Or you're not really the ethnicity you claim you are. Or they would say I was denying part of my ethnicity as if I didn't know what color I was. um, Just because of how I was raised. Um, And it became an excuse for, I've decided who you are and I'm going to treat you accordingly. And that mindset never sat well with me because I used to ask my mom, like, why does it matter if I'm chinky eyed? And she's like, well, you know, Chinese people have very beautiful eyes. And I used to cry to her and go, I don't want them anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, all I do is attract attention. Um, you know, and she used to, you know, she would just go, don't worry, your eyes are beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And because it seemed like it became a reason to bother me. It was like, this is a justification why we should harass her. Oh, she's got good grades. This is a good reason to harass her. She's a different color. This is a good reason to harass her. She looks red skin. This is a good reason to harass her. Um, And what I never got was, I understand, and I always understood, if you dislike me, that's, that's fine. I mean, that's your prerogative. I mean, it's not my job to convince you to like me. Um, it never has been. I never considered that to be. I've never had that struggle. Or like, I really got to get them to like me. I've never had that struggle. Um, and it's probably because of this one thing in particular that my mom had said to me. Because uh, I had came to her one day and I was crying. And I said, the kids keep calling me Ching Chong. They keep saying all these like prejudiced Asian things at me. And I was crying and she gave me this huge speech and she's like, you know, Chinese people have beautiful eyes and this and this and that. And she was just telling me to be proud of like what I look like. And I was just like crying in tears. And she finally goes, let me ask you a question. What are the benefits of caring about someone else's opinion of you? I really like, couldn't answer a question. And I was confused for a second, but then I really sat there and I thought about it. Like, what am I getting out of that and after that and I I can't even begin to explain to you how it all clicked in my head but even at five years old I realized the opinions that my parents had of me didn't actually matter 
uh, family members' opinion of me did not matter. Friends, uh, strangers, none of their opinions genuinely mattered because I'm not getting anything out of it. Whether it is positive or negative, it's more or less like my power came from within. And it's probably not what my mom anticipated to happen when I was five years old. I will give her that. But I remember just genuinely sitting there thinking about it. And then I started to branch out to the thoughts of, okay, I understand that their opinions have hold no value um, in the sense that I don't place my the value of myself in the hands of others, um, which really messes people up, especially as you get older and they like want to affect you. They're like, you mean my opinion doesn't matter? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been this way since I was five. Whoops. <laughs> um, you know, and it, <laughs> So what ended up happening is that I started, my thoughts started branching out. Um, I was a little too mature for my age. That's probably why I was so serious uh, looking all the time. But I began to wonder, well, if their opinions, uh, if, if I'm not placing the value of me in the hands of others based on their opinions, then why do they feel the need to come bother me? And then the answer would always become, uh, coming from adults would always end up being, Oh, you know, that's just how people are. Sometimes people will judge you for the color of your skin. Some people will judge you for your height. People will judge you for, um, you know, your size or because your grandmother's a different color from you. And my mom kind of, in a sense, prepared me for that. And I couldn't wrap my mind around it because my thought was, I mean, sure, you're entitled to your opinion. But does that mean you have to actively bother me? Do you have to make a conscious choice of, I've decided... I am better than you, or I have decided that you think you're better than me. I can't even begin to tell you the arguments I would get into when someone would tell me that I thought I was better than them because I was a little lighter than them. And then someone who was lighter than me would tell me that they were better than me because they were lighter than uh, lighter than I was. And I was like, well, where the hell am I supposed to fit? So, <laughs> um, it was like very strange, you know, um, you know, in, in that regard. And I always felt if you don't like someone, you don't have to bother them. It's really simple. And I know it sounds, it's so simple, it's stupid. And for a long time, I used to think that's impossible. People just feel like because they have an issue with something about you or they disagree with you, that they have the right to either force that opinion down your throat or be forceful about it, um, be aggressive, and or even be aggressive enough to want to attack you, whether it's verbal, whether it's bullying, regardless of whatever it is from childhood into adulthood. And then one day in the sixth grade, uh, this girl, Dijanelle, uh, I've never known another one, um, and I like her. And I like her for what she did. And I never forgot, I was walking around, Curtis was bothering me. Uh, he was always like picking on me, doing ching chong stuff all, all, all the time, he used to piss me off. And for whatever reason, she walked up to me, she looked me dead in my face, and she goes, I don't like you. And I remember being confused, and I was like, the hell did I do? <laughs> like, I'm just standing here, breathing. But I was just like, okay. And then she looked at me. And she walked away. She's like, I'm not bothering with her. That's it. I don't like her. End of story. And she decided in the sixth grade, sixth grade, I don't like this girl, but I am not going to engage her any further than what I already did. I already defined our relationship by telling her that I don't like her. And then that's it. And she never bothered me. Not once. And she wasn't exactly like a wild child, but she also wasn't known for always listening to the rules. She was a pretty decent kid. 
And I never forgot when a group of her friends were sitting around and they were looking for kids to bully. And I was walking by and sure enough, they tell her like, hey, let's go get her because you don't like her. And she's like, no. And they couldn't wrap their heads around it. They were like, huh? What do you mean? Why? And she's like, just because I don't like her doesn't mean I'm going to F with her. And that was that was it. She's like, that's too much trouble. <laughs> Why am I going to bother with that? And when I overheard that, it changed my perspective and my expectations of everyone around me. She messed everyone up. Because up until that point, I thought it was just me. Because I was just like, I mean, if I don't like someone, I don't engage in them. And that's how I was. If I, if I didn't like you, if I got a bad vibe, maybe we didn't get along. Maybe there's just something about you. Maybe we got off on the wrong foot. Whatever the case was, if I did not feel a positive engagement from you, I just simply didn't bother with you. And I thought I was the only one on the planet with this idea and I was just like wow I must be dumb because I don't know what's going on I'm the only one thinking this and she stopped her friends from wanting to bully me because she's like so what if I dislike her that doesn't mean I go around you know messing with her I don't want to be bothered with her it's just like end of story and her friends couldn't really wrap their heads around it and I remember looking at her and being confused surprised astonished and I and at that moment she had my full respect my full respect. I am now well over 30. She still has to this day. If, if I ever saw Dijanelle on the street and she needed assistance with something, I'd be like, hold on, hold on. I can help her. What do you need? What do you need, mama? And it's because she decided that, yeah, I don't like you, but that doesn't mean I need to disrespect you or bother you or harass you or pick on you or bully you. And she messed everyone up. I know I keep repeating that, but I mean it. I really do. Um... And there was a time later on in the sixth grade, we were doing uh, science projects. And um, I was very upset because my science project was not what I wanted because the person who was supposed to assist me with it did not assist me with it. Because I had this other whole other crazy idea, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, someone's listening like, wow, she's still holding a grudge. Like, yeah, a little bit. And so we were doing a science project and I didn't really want to get up in front of the class. Not because I was shy. I had already done theater. I wasn't shy about that kind of thing. I just was not proud of my assignment. It was not what I wanted it to be. And I had to come up with something very last minute that my mom helped me with. Um, you know, my mom wasn't really much of a science person. So she was just trying to remember some simple stuff. So I have a project, you know, so I would be able to uh, finish my class. And I was not proud of the assignment. I did not like it. And I had all kinds of emotions through me that day because I was really pissed off at someone else um, for not assisting me with the project that I initially wanted to do. And it's not that I wasn't proud of what my mom, you know, concocted for me, but it wasn't what I wanted to do, which was basically static electricity, a balloon and a sweater and the hair. That was it. That was all I was doing, just showing static electricity. And it's not what I wanted to do. And the class, right? They all know no one likes me. They're like, ah, so they start making noise. They start jumping all around. They start doing all this crazy stuff and they're making noise. Now the science teacher already struggled to keep the class in check and in normal, um, and he was, he was a cool science teacher. I liked him. He used to take us outside to try to experience science, you know, like nature and stuff like that. And he was pretty cool. Um, and uh, she was sitting there. And the more noise that they made, the less interested I became in the project that I wasn't even interested in to begin with to talk about. And she stood up. Uh, and that was the only time she actually stood up. Because even when the class was acting up, she didn't really like, move too much. She was still like ignoring everyone. And I kid you not, she stood up and she 
goes, everyone, shut the fuck up. I want to learn about static electricity. And I just, I remember looking at her. (laughs) And you can only imagine, like, the surprise on my face. Because I was like, did she just get, did she, did she, she, yeah, she did. She did what I thought she did. And it it took me off guard. And the whole class, she had better control over that classroom than the teacher actually did. And what ended up happening was the class got quiet. They didn't even argue with her. And they all just sat down. Uh, I believe his name was Mr. Tracy. That should be the name of the the teacher. I don't think he stayed with us past the sixth grade because he couldn't handle us. But she stood up. And again, her peers were surprised because... From their perspective, they're like, why are you doing this? You dislike her. You don't even like her. And it was still the same concept. Well, just because I dislike her doesn't mean I need to disrespect her or cause any problems or trouble or anything like that. And she's left quite the imprint on me for that regard. And I've carried that with me for the rest of my years. So whenever someone approaches me especially now that as an adult when someone chooses like I can disrespect you because I dislike you or I think you think you're pretty like when I see like I see that happening I'm usually just kind of like if a sixth grader has a natural concept and the willpower to choose not to interact with someone because they dislike them or not to attack them or not to be nasty not that you don't have your right I get that it's America or whatever but the fact that she can consciously choose to be a respectful human being what excuse do you have and it's strange because whenever I ask people what is the uh what's the point of what you're doing I want to know what are you trying to accomplish and usually when I ask these questions people get really upset with me they're like "Ah, why are you like this and I'm like I'm asking a question what are you trying to accomplish I just like I just want to know um like I have a TikTok and uh, I've had kids uh, throw uh, rude comments like you're not allowed to play Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn is a white character. And, you know, some of my fans are like, she's fictional. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, I get what you're saying. And so then usually I'll respond to the child or adult and I go, I want to know what were you trying to accomplish with your comment? Am I supposed to just quit cosplay? Am I supposed to just quit liking Harley Quinn because she is white character what is it that you are trying to accomplish? What is the purpose? And every time I ask that question, they immediately respond, you're mean. I've had a couple of them like get their older brother or something like that. Like you're picking on a child. And I'm like, I'm not picking on a child. I'm asking them what is the point of their actions? I'm making them think about the things that they are choosing to do. Just because they are a child doesn't mean they don't comprehend it. And I'm like, and I, and I hate when people are like, they're just a child. Like, no. Dijanelle was just a child and she understood the... Uh, the the ramifications of her actions and acted accordingly and she disliked me she had I don't know why she disliked me she just did but I never cared that she disliked me I cared about the fact that she was always respectful and it's weird because whenever I watch people I always wonder like when do people ever reach that level of enlightenment that Chanel reached by the time she was in the sixth grade and it's like as I watch people older than me age, as I watch my own peers, people who are younger than me, and it almost just seems like no one ever seems to reach that enlightenment where if you dislike someone, you don't like me because I'm colored, you don't like me because I'm Spanish, you don't like me because I'm Asian, you don't like me because I'm Polish, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. You dislike me because I like 
metal music you just like me because you know this person listens to rap you don't like this person because they're too short they're too fat they're too skinny um maybe you don't like the way how their nose looks i don't really care however if you are looking at a person or you decide about a person i am going to engage in conflict with you because i dislike you you become the aggressor and you're actually really telling the other party that if you respond accordingly you have truly the right to do so um and it's 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 a it's a weird thing and there are situations where the uh the aggressor will get upset at the person that they are attacking like they hit back you're mean which i would be very infamous for um those are stories for another day but (laughs) um but yeah it's a strange thing to sit there and like look at the world around me um from since the day I was born that people just don't understand if you are a toxic human being and you decide to be a toxic human being um other people are not obligated to pull up put up with your shit it's really just that simple um I don't have to let your behavior your choices your actions affect me so long as you do not put your hand on me um and it's weird and I just I just thought after Dijanel I would see more Dijanels and I've come across more and more but it's not enough and i really just don't understand why why is it such a difficult concept of if i do not like you or if i dislike you for whatever reason my personal reasons are which is up to your own thing why do you choose to engage in negative activity and engage the very thing that you dislike it's like when people are like i hate gays and they like actively go out and tell them and i'm like you obviously don't hate them that much because you like coming around bothering them so i'm like why don't we talk about this um you know it's weird or whenever someone who's a trans or transgender or trans just i'm sorry if I'm, i feel like i'm offending someone by not using the terms correctly i apologize um because to me they're just people so like <laughs> a label doesn't do much for me i'm like are you a good person all right cool we're good um <laughs> But it's just weird that after all these years, I just kind of like really sit there and observe. And it's probably a bad habit of mine because I really sit back and I watch people. I'm a very quiet person. And even when I do speak, I am always watching people. I'm always observing my surroundings. I observe people's relationships with each other, how they interact, whether it's in an office, a store, the subway. I don't care. And it's annoying so there was a guy on one of the guys i was with um he was vietnamese really great guy um relationship didn't last very long because other people decided to tell lies and get very involved in our relationship so the whole thing eventually fell apart there's a couple more details in there but they're very dark so i'm not going into that however he was a great guy and i never forgot when one day we were walking i think from the movies and someone decided uh to randomly go what are you doing with this chink and that's exactly what they said and he turned around and he's a feisty one um <laughs> he turns around and he was pissed and i had to grab him like no no this this isn't worth engaging but my thought was what was the point because you didn't like the fact that we were mixed a mixed couple an interracial couple and i'm like my entire family is made up of interracial couples i'm like as far as i'm concerned he's normal to me and like anyone who looks the same color and gets together i'm like oh wow you did something different like (laughs) like (laughs) so and it's just it's just something that i um 
just never understood why people would choose. I don't like interracial couples, so I am going to walk over and be the antagonist of their story. Which is great, because whenever you tell them they are the antagonist of the story, they don't think you have the right to say so. And it's like, but the truth is, you had no right to actually be aggressive towards someone. If you dislike interracial couples, that's cool. You can go talk about it with other people who dislike interracial couples, but that doesn't mean you need to act upon it, harass them, talk to them, or say something nasty. And... Uh, when people try to justify it, like, oh, you don't understand. They always try to give you a vague response or a vague answer to justify their actions. And deep down at the end of it, I sit there and I wonder and I go, if you can't be like Dijanelle, then she was in the sixth grade. Where's your maturity level at? Hmm? 